man, these conference finals have been awful. Just absolutely awful to watch. Hoping we have a decent game of lease for Dallas Golden State Game 5. But uh, if you guys are new, if you're a first-time viewer, welcome to my channel. Uh, my name is DK. I do cover content for DraftKings, uh, for Price Picks, for SuperDraft, for NBA Top Shot. SuperDraft is the sponsor of this video. Make sure to take advantage of my discount code DKDFS. $50 match on a $50 deposit. Um, they have player prop uh, entries where you can win up to 20 extra money as well as multiplier contests. So take advantage of the free money. If you guys are a new user, check that out. Links down below. And premium content, you can check out my Patreon, NBA, USFL, and esports package are all linked down below. But all right, let's um, let's quickly take a look because I want to show ownership here in high stakes. And this really surprised me. Like we knew Oladipo is going to be popular. And I talked about this. Very in-depth in the Patreon live stream. How, you know, so I ended up playing, I ended up still playing uh, Oladipo, but it was because I had a very contrarian lineup. I played PJ Tucker and the captain. Didn't end up cashing. Um, but that that was my reason for still playing Oladipo. But I put a ton of time on how I thought Oladipo was going to be very over-owned in tournaments based on the last game. And that there's no guarantee he was going to play big minutes, right? We talked about that in YouTube video as well. How if Oladipo struggled, they could very easily go to Struess. They could very easily go to Vincent. And that's basically what you saw. Oladipo struggled. They want more Gabe Vincent, right? They want more Duncan Robinson even. So it's amazing how one game can swing the ownership. And when I saw this ownership at the Hall of Famer, I was absolutely shocked. 86% Victor Oladipo, right? In a fluid situation like that, just off of one good game, he got 86% ownership. Now again, Oladipo straight up was not a bad play. Should he have been 86% owned? Absolutely not, right? Absolutely not. So wild that in the $2,000 entry, I, again, I saw this and I was like, what? 86% Oladipo. I mean, like I said, this game has been, this series has been awful to watch. I think I've watched one full game. Like, I watched this whole game tonight, and um, still just brutal to watch. No no one hit a shot except for Boston in the third quarter. Um, I mean, Jimmy is clearly not healthy. Um, Lowry, oh, oh wow. He finished, I didn't even realize, he finished with negative .25 points. And what, he played like 30, 25, 30 minutes? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, this was the winning lineup uh, in high six. It was Tatum Brown, Bam, Horford Tucker, and Caleb Martin actually had a pretty good game. But, um, yeah, I had P.J. Tucker, who someone asked me in the Patreon stream who I'd prefer between Tucker and Oladipo. And I was like, P.J. Tucker. And my reasons were, okay, P.J. Tucker, as long as there's no foul trouble or blowout, is going to play big minutes, right? He's a big part of rotation. Or Victor Oladipo, there's no guarantee, right? They're going to go with a hot hand situation. Um, and you saw it tonight where Oladipo struggled. He played, what, like 15 minutes and was massive, massive chalk. All right. So let's talk about Dallas Golden State here. Hoping this game can stay competitive. Um, we've had some blowouts in the series so far. Obviously, you know, playing on the road at Golden State, closeout game. Uh, there's a chance this game could get out of hand, but... Um, yeah, Luka Doncic, I mean, I don't have no, I no idea why his price went down. He was 14.4 and now he's 12.6 K. So I don't have to tell you what to do with Luka Doncic here. Phenomenal play at the top. The other options here for Dallas. So basically everyone played very well last game. Everyone shot well. Don't know if we can expect that again. Um, but yeah, with Brunson, I mean, he should play mid thirties minutes. Um, 
you know, the guy with the next highest ceiling on Dallas, but very, very clearly the number two is kind of just like there for me. I don't think I'm prioritizing Brunson, but his last piece in, I think that's all right. And with, with Dinwiddie or with a uh, Bullock and Finney Smith, like I said, they both shot well. You saw nine of 13 from Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock even shot well after when I played him, shot O of 10, uh, but six of 10. Uh, so again, Bulls shot well. Bulls should play around 40 minutes, assuming no foul trouble or awful shooting. So once again, they're kind of just there in the mid-range, right? I don't really have any takes on Finney Smith or Bullock. They both have shown a floor if they miss their threes, like Bullock last game. Um, but again, they're they're both big parts of Dallas rotation, so they're both fine. Dinwiddie has played a bit more of late. Um, you know, we saw kind of down the stretch in the Phoenix series, besides game seven, he was actually playing like sub-20 minutes. Uh, but we've seen 32 and 28 minutes now over the last couple games. Now, yeah, you have it, you have had some Kleba foul trouble, but if we're going to consistently get, you know, 25-plus minutes from Dinwiddie, I do think he makes her a pretty good option in the mid-range, a guy that um, definitely not a bad point for a guy, right? He'll be aggressive on the offensive end, you know, a decent shooter, can knock down some threes. So do some interest there in Dinwiddie and Maxi Kleba. So we're not going to get, you know, 30% Maxi Kleba most likely. His ownership is going to go up after last game. Here's what I'll say about Kleba. He's a good... He, if this game stays competitive and he stays out of foul trouble, he most likely plays around 30 minutes. Dallas wants to play Cleveland big minutes. He's a decent defender, decent shot blocker, and can space the court and knock down some threes. Um, he's really struggled outside the last game, though, where, you know, shooting the ball, like I said, and been some foul trouble, been some awful shooting. So he has very much shown the floor, but he's 4.4K and there's not a lot of value on the slate. So I still have interest in Kleba. It's be interesting to see how high, how much higher owned he's going to be based on one game, though. And then Bertans, like I said, he's going to play around 10 minutes. He had a good game last game, five rebounds, very much an outlier. Um, pretty score independent. And he's fine. I would rather play Kaminga if there's no auto porter who we'll, we'll get to. I mean, Dwight Powell. Talking about how bad Kyle Lowry's been. Who we has Dwight Powell been awful in the playoffs. 2.2K. It's just nothing more than controlling dart throw. And as far as the 1K punts go, you did see Frank Nilakina play 17 minutes. Um, so I would rather take a shot in him than Josh Green. With Nilakina, he's just out there for his defense. Really has a pretty low floor, but I uh, expect him to be at least in the rotation. So yeah, he's a viable punt play. <clears throat> and with Golden State, so Steph Curry at the top at 11K. Um, I like him a good amount here. Uh, I think, you know... Pretty high floor. He's been doing a lot of the ball handling. He's been rebounding the ball pretty well this series as well. Uh, and he's had a decent shooting series as well. So I think Steph looks good at the top. Um, now, of the two spend-ups, if I had to fade one, it would it would be Steph. But um, I think you could make a lineup with both Luka and Steph in there. So definitely like Steph there at the top. Play is just nothing more than contrarian play. Again, once every four or five games, we'll have that good game. Maybe it's game five here at home. I mean, he's known for game six, Clay. Maybe it's going to be game five, Clay. I don't know. Right now, like I said, nothing more than a contrarian dart throw. He has really not been good at all in the playoffs. Um, Wiggins struggled last game. Also, you saw the starters lose minutes because of the blowout. He came back in with like a minute to go. Not super worried about it. Wiggins has been pretty aggressive on the offensive end, so still like him in the mid-range. One off game, not really going to get me off him. And Draymond Green had a solid game as well. Didn't end up coming back and then put 26 minutes. I do think he's going to play mid-30s minutes of this game, so he's competitive. And obviously, he's a guy that does have some triple-double upside. So, two mid-range guys I like in, in Wiggins and Green. 
pool more of the high risk, high reward play. He's been in foul trouble now, back to back games to bail out the faders. Uh, it's really, really, really pissed me off. The random pool foul trouble really, really has pissed me off. But um, yeah, if Otto Porter is out, I do think we get around 30 minutes in pool, possibly more if he plays well. Um, obviously not that good in the defensive end, but clearly a guy that can bring it offensively. So do have some interest in pool. We'll keep an eye on Porter. If Porter misses, feel a little bit better about him. And then Looney at 7K um, was a massive bust last game. Did only play 20 minutes. I do think if there's no Porter, he's probably playing 25 to 30. Makes him a solid option. However, would rather go to Wiggins. Would rather go to Draymond at a similar price point. So Looney does rank behind those guys a bit. Um, but still a guy that is about a fantasy point per minute guy. And like I said, if you get 25 to 30 minutes from him, I think it makes him a, a decent option. Uh, but a Porter plays, I do think it makes his minutes a little bit riskier. So Porter kind of is the key to opening up um, plays in Golden State. So, you know, you're going to feel better about some guys in the mid-range if he doesn't play. And you're going to feel, I guess, pretty good about Kaminga, who we'll talk about here in a sec. Now, if Otto Porter ends up playing and there's no limitations, I think he's playing his normal role, come, you know, playing around 20, 24 minutes off the bench, which would make him a good value. Uh, obviously, you'd have to deal with the fact of there's a chance he can re-aggravate that injury. It happened uh, last game he played. So we'll see. And if Porter doesn't play, we saw Kaminga in the regular rotation, and he played relatively well. Now, I don't think we get 22 minutes again. It was kind of a weird game, right, where the bench made a run, and they kind of stuck with the bench until, like, the last couple of minutes. So I don't think we get 20-plus minutes. But at this price point, you really don't need that many minutes. Like, if Kaminga plays, like, 12 to 15 minutes, that's enough, right? He's a good point per minute guy. So the only worry would be, you know, is there a chance he DNPs here? I would be pretty surprised based on last game if he if he DNPs. He played over JTA. So uh, you never know with Steve Kerr, though. But again, if there's no auto Porter Jr., I do think Kaminga makes a really solid value. I think Moody's fine. I mean, he did get a price pump to 2K. Played a lot more last game, like I said. Um, kind of a weird game. I think on average, we're probably getting low teens minutes for Moody, right? Maybe like maybe around 15, like 12 to 15 minutes, which makes him a fair value. But I would rather play Kaminga. Like if both play similar minutes, just give me Kaminga over Moody all day long, right? Kaminga is just the much better point per minute guy of the two. You can see a little bit of Damian Lee. I'm not sure we see Damian Lee again. Um, you saw a little bit of Bielitsa in garbage time as well. But um, yeah, that is really it. So basically what I'm hoping for, can we just get a... A actual decent game to watch, not a brick fest, no blowout. Uh, like I said, the conference finals have been pretty brutal to watch. I'm just hoping for a decent game, no blowouts. Now, obviously, if you think Golden State blows out Dallas, um, you can you can make a build like that. Um, you know, we've covered how, how I think you should do that a lot on Patreon, but basically loading up on Golden State and then maybe maybe playing Luca too, just because Luca has a pretty high floor. And then looking to guys who would, you know, play well in, in a blowout, right? Like a Kaminga, um, you know, a Moody, uh, Bielitsa. Those are all guys who have good games in garbage time. On the Dallas side, like if they end up emptying the bench, maybe like a Marquise Chris, right? He's like a pretty good uh, point per minute guy that, um, you know, would get a garbage time run. So those are all uh, factors you can consider if you are playing for the blowout, but other than that, guys, I think it's going to wrap it up. So uh, for the video, again, appreciate you guys as always for watching. Just make sure to like if you do enjoy, subscribe uh, as well, and I'll see you guys all in the next one.